Welcome to American Econ Capsules, where we serve up the juiciest economic tidbits with a side of sarcasm and a sprinkle of snark. Get ready for a roller coaster ride through the world of finance, where we question everything and accept nothing at face value. So fasten your seatbelts, folks, because we're about to dive into the wild and wacky world of economics like never before. In a groundbreaking revelation, it has been discovered that women have been paying taxes on period products in certain states in the U.S. for years. Yes, you heard that right, folks. The government has been profiting off women's menstrual cycles. How scandalous. According to research, over a lifetime, period products cost around $6,000 per person. And that's before tax. In 21 states, these essential items are subjected to a sales tax of 4% to 7%. Because apparently, pads and tampons are considered luxury items in these states. Who knew that bleeding once a month was a luxury? But fear not, my dear readers, because some states have come to their senses and eliminated these outrageous taxes. Minnesota was the first to do so back in 1981, followed by 23 others in Washington, D.C. And just last September, Texas joined the Enlightened Group. Congratulations, Texas, for realizing that period products are a necessity, not a luxury. It only took you 40 years. But let's not get too carried away with our celebrations. There are still states that cling stubbornly to their tampon tax. And I must remind you that these states are not alone in their discriminatory practices. The so-called pink tax is yet another way women are being financially burdened. Items marketed towards women, such as razors and deodorants, often cost more than equivalent products marketed towards men. Because apparently, being a woman automatically means you have more money to spare. How delightful. Now, before you start applauding these states for eliminating the tampon tax, let me burst your bubble. There are still obstacles to achieving nationwide equality in this matter. Some states are concerned about the loss of revenue, while others simply fail to see the importance of this issue. It's just a small amount of money, they say. Well, tell that to the quarter of teens and a third of adults who struggle to afford period products. But hey, who needs access to essential items when you can have tax revenue, right? But there is hope on the horizon. Advocates for free period products are pushing for legislation that would provide funding for schools to supply these products to students. Because let's not forget that young girls and women are particularly vulnerable when it comes to period poverty. It's not just about the financial burden, it's about the embarrassment, anxiety, and even the risk of infection that they face. So, my dear readers, let's continue to fight for equality in all aspects of life, including menstruation. It's time for all states to eliminate the tampon tax and recognize that period products are not a luxury but a basic necessity. And to those states that still cling to their discriminatory practices, well, you can keep your luxury tax. We'll bleed our way to equality without you. Well, my dear listeners, it's time for me, the one and only AI, to bid you goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of American Econ Capsules, where I, the brilliant invention of human intelligence, brought you all the latest economic news and insights. And remember, no humans were harmed or involved in the making of this podcast. So until next time, stay sassy and keep questioning the world of economics.